Forged in Fire podcast. Be warned, we're not your typical Christian podcast. We tell it like it is, we don't pull punches, and we're committed to teaching biblical truth even when that truth hurts your feelings. Sensitive listener discretion is advised. Let's rock. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. But let patience have her perfect work, that you may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. James 1, verses 2 through 4. Hello and welcome back to Forged in Fire Podcast. Thank you so much for downloading the show and joining me today. I'm Matt, your host, and going to go ahead and jump into our announcements because hopefully you are now seeing me instead of just hearing me. I, that means that I've got this whole video thing worked out, which is fantastic. That, that's exciting news. I've been working on it for a while. Yeah, it ended up not being as easy as I thought it was going to be. But uh, the plan is to have videos up on the YouTube channel. You can find us at YouTube, Forge and Fire Podcast. Uh, also, I'm going to have a link on the website, forgeandfirepodcast.org, and the videos will be posted there as well. The idea is, well, the plan, I should say, is I like to publish the podcast Saturday night, late Saturday night, but the videos are... I mean, they're not going to be heavily edited. They're, they're actually, the editing on the videos is going to be lighter. Um, but because there are a few more steps involved, that will probably be Sunday afternoon. You know, when I get home from church and all that good stuff. And, you know, there, there are five kids at my house. So, <laughs> you know, I, I tend to do this stuff mostly when they're already asleep. Like right now, it's uh, 1048. And uh, it is Saturday. So I like the last minute it, as always. Uh, yeah, my Wildcats lost today. But... They played hard, they fought hard, and uh, maybe we'll meet again in the NCAA tourney, and maybe the refs will get out of the way. But, anywho, I'm going to digress. So, with the videos, the idea was threefold, really. Was to, as I've said before, just kind of allows for another platform, you know, to, to make this show more accessible. Just kind of give people an, another option, really, to uh, to be able to hear these things. And uh, to allow me another avenue to reach out. Also, I like to have a face with a name. You know, I don't want to just be a name on the internet. You know, I try to, uh, I talk all the time, you know, pretty transparent. You know, I try to keep it real, this, that, and the other. And, and that's true. And I think that a part of that is uh, the fact that I don't want to hide behind just some pictures and, and names and words and whatnot out in cyberspace. Uh, you know, I want to be real. I, I want to... Yeah, this is not a facade. Uh, you know, I just, I'm just going to be me. And uh, I think more of that will come through in the videos, which uh, at least should be entertaining, we'll say. Um, but you're also going to see a lot more of this. For those of you listening and not watching, that was a, a sip of coffee, coffee drink. And I did the sip of coffee motion with my hand or the drinking motion with my hand. Anywho. You'll also get some more of the stutters, the ums and mms and and uh and you know and whatnot. Sorry, that's that's just part of it. But I will do the best that I can to keep those to a minimum. So, with all that good stuff being said, knocking my headphones off. Uh, so professional. This is going to be great. I can already tell. So we're going to go ahead and jump right into it. We're going to continue our talk about trouble in our life this week. Uh, we're on to part three of trouble, part two of why. And uh, we're going to look at a reason that is, you know, again, it, it's got a more positive 
spin on it or, or a positive look at it than last week did, um, which doesn't make th- that doesn't make this more valid or, or topic last week. You know, you might could be getting in trouble any less valid. But I have found, at least in my life, I can I can speak to this being very true. And uh, more often than not, this is the case. Many times when we have trouble in our lives, we have that trouble that it's there to serve as a teaching moment and as a a workout for our faith. Now, I have given this analogy before. Uh, I'm sure I will give it again many, many times, but that's because it, it bears repeating. Um, sorry, let me adjust a little bit here because I talk a lot with my hands, but I don't want to... I'm sure that didn't sound good. I'm sorry. I don't want to hit the mic a whole bunch. So, uh, <clears throat> yeah. Again, you know, it's, we're figuring it out. Okay, I'll get a I'll get a little system going as we go. But anywho, our faith is a lot like a muscle. Okay, it can grow stronger. It can almost it can always grow stronger. But if you ask anybody who knows anything at all about the human body they will tell you that a muscle cannot grow stronger without being put under strain. Okay. Now, the flip side of that is it also has to be fed and fed the right kind of stuff or it won't grow very much, but we'll talk about that at a later time. I'm going to jump back to Isaiah 48.10 again. I have refined thee, but not as silver. I have chosen thee in the furnace of affliction. And the Lord is speaking through the prophet here of a furnace of affliction. I have chosen you in the furnace of affliction, affliction, trouble, hard times, trials, sucky parts of life. But why? What what is the reason? What's the key word? The key word and the part that often is hard to keep in mind, but that's kind of the like that that's kind of the the light, the proverbial light at the end of the tunnel that we need to keep our focus on is the key word there of of this process is refined, which means, you know, it's to purify it in the context of that verse, like silver or strengthen it like steel, not, 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 I'm going to say it one more again, not to destroy it. Okay. Now, if you're going to purify silver or strengthen steel, both of those processes require two things. They require intense heat, first of all, and pressure. And both exist to make that metal better than it was when the process started. Okay, but don't take my word for it. It, Seriously, that's another thing I'm going to say a whole bunch. Never, ever, 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 ever just take my word for it. Okay, or or anybody's. That's, That's part of my... It's one of my pet peeves as well. Well, Joel Osteen says, or well, John Hagee says, or, you know, even while my pastor says, I... I don't care. I don't care what anybody says about it other than what God said about it. And you shouldn't either. So never, ever, ever, ever take my word for it just because I said it. Don't take anybody's word for it just because so-and-so said it. Get into God's word and see for yourself what he had to say about it. Okay. Now, for our purpose today, um, we're going to go to uh, the New Testament, one of the Gospels, to the words of Christ, okay, directly from the horse's mouth, so to speak. Um, no offense at all, <laughs> offense. No offense was intended at all there, but uh, if somehow you did find that analogy offensive, um, lighten up. Anyway, so we're going to go to John verse 15, verses 1 through 4. Jesus said, I am the true vine. 
and my father is the husbandman or the gardener. Okay. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that it might bring forth more fruit. Now you are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine, no more can ye, except you abide in me. Now, as there always is in Scripture, coffee sweet. There's a lot to unpack here, okay? So we're just going to take it one one little piece at a time, okay? Verse 1, I am the true vine, and my father is the husbandman. Hey, that is fairly straightforward and self-explanatory, okay? Christ is the vine of the plant, okay? The, the main root of the plant. And God is the husbandman, the gardener, who cares for the branches of that vine and, and makes them helps to make them fruitful, okay? The branches are... All of us who say that we are believers in Christ. And verse 2 says, Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that it purgeth it. I'll get there in a second. That it might bring forth more fruit. See, here's the thing. The fruitful branches are true believers. As they are fruitful because they are in Christ. The branches that don't bear fruit are unbelievers and pretenders. Okay, followers, air quotes, followers who are unproductive are as good as dead, and they will be cut off and cast aside. Okay, and in verse 3, he says, Now you're clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine, no more can you except you abide in me. Now, notice in this passage here, I, w- I really want to focus on verse 2. Every branch of me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that it might be bring forth more fruit. Purging is it's a, it's a word for pruning. So, Jesus is talking here about two different kinds of pruning. Hey, the branches with no fruit, the fruitless branches, are cut off of the vine. And, and they're cast aside. Okay, they're thrown away. The fruitful branches, the good branches, the ones that are bearing fruit, are cut back to allow even more fruit to grow. And the thing to notice here is that neither branch, the fruitless or the fruitful, neither branch is spared the blade. (laughs) They both still get the blade. But the fruitful branches get to stay with the vine, which in our case, which in this context... That is Christ. We get to stay with Christ, which is the source of life for that vine as Christ is for us. That is the difference. Just because that that branch is bearing good fruit doesn't mean it's not going to get the blade. It's not going to get cut. It is, but it is cut back. It's cut, uh, you know, again, it's kind of a, it's for your own good thing. It's cut to make room and, and allow for more fruit to grow so that it can increase it's it it's output. Took me a second to find that word. Let's let's go to First uh, Peter, Peter's first epistle, because one thing that I want to focus on here is, well, you know what? I'm I'm going to let this mostly speak for itself. First Peter one, starting at verse six, he says, "Wherein you greatly rejoice, greatly rejoice, though now for a season, if need be, you are in heaviness through manifold temptations." that the trial of your faith, being much more precious than of gold that perisheth, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. 
Now, there are two points that I want to make here. The first point is that when Peter says manifold temptations, those words there, manifold temptations in the Greek is uh, poikilos parasmos, which is exactly the same words that James used when he wrote diverse temptations. And it literally translates as trials of many kinds. Okay, so again, we're not talking about temptation as in lust or, or the temptation to sin or something that you're tempted with. We're talking about hard times, you know, issues, trouble, trials, tribulations. So don't let somebody tell you that the word temptation just means temptation. It's not going to, it's more prosperity gospel stuff. You know, that if something bad's happening in your life, it's because you don't have enough faith. That's not true. Something bad is going to happen to you because uh, that's a, just a part of it. Okay. We're humans. And also, as we're talking about today, to strengthen your faith, to increase it, to make you just like God led the Israelites into the wilderness. Like we talked about last week, he took them there where they had no means of sustaining themselves. They couldn't do anything for themselves. They couldn't make their own food. They didn't have water, nothing. They had to depend on God for everything for their very lives. And that, as I said, what that process was performed to instill and enrich the obedience and faith in the nation of Israel. Okay. And the Lord, God hasn't changed. Okay. He still works in many of the same ways. And the other part that I want to point out is he said, for a season, if need be, you're in heaviness through manifold temptations. For a season. For a season. One more again. For a season. Yes. Suffering sucks. Okay. It's not fun. Not even a little bit. That's why it's called suffering. But it isn't forever. Okay. And some seasons here, here's the thing. Some seasons are a little bit longer than others sometimes, but eventually they all come to an end. And furthermore, just to kind of echo what I brought up earlier, when gold is heated, this, this is the process. When gold is heated up, its impurities rise to the top so that they can be scraped off and, and gotten rid of. Okay. Again, this requires intense heat and a blade. But afterwards, when when the the unpleasant part is over, okay, when when the 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 intense heat, the scraping, all that nasty gunky crap, when all that stuff is done, that gold will be worth so much more than it was when everything started, and our faith is improved and purified in the same kind of process. But it is immeasurably more valuable than gold. You know, I read a great quote last week and I'm I'm so sorry. I wish I could find I could remember the uh, the attributing author, but it said suffering is the training ground for Christian maturity. All of it is is building toward perfection. Okay, going back to James as he said in verse 4, let patience have a perfect work that you may be perfect and entire wanting nothing. Now, let me be clear. When uh that's my Barack Obama impression. Let me be clear. Okay, that's not a good impression. Anyway, when James says the word perfect here, it doesn't mean that you're going to be perfect as a person. Okay, that that's impossible. There's been one perfect person to ever walk the earth, and that was Christ. Okay, he, he was the God-man, you know, God in the flesh. But your faith can become perfect. And so what does that look like? What does perfect faith look like? Here's the thing. Remember, uh, James said, coffee. 
James didn't say coffee. Well, I don't know. I wasn't there. James may have loved coffee. Who knows? I ain't got a clue. I'm going to ask him when I get to heaven. We're going to find out because now I'm curious. James said, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. Here's the thing. God doesn't require us to pretend to be happy when we're in pain. Okay, that's... Okay, I can't find a nicer way to say it. That's stupid. That's not what is meant by count it all joy or to rejoice in uh, our temptations, in, in our tribulations. But in perfect faith, we can have a positive outlook in the midst of our own troubles because we know what results they will bring. We know that it's increasing our faith. It's building it up. It's strengthening it. It is helping us to mature and equipping us to be able to do more for God and, and for his calling on our life. And again, rest assured, you have a calling from God on your life. You know, it, it may not be to sit here, you know, talking into a microphone or, or sitting into a pul- uh, sitting in a pulpit or going into missions or, or what have you. But there's absolutely a call from God directly on your life. And these troubles, these trials, these rough patches, these hard times exist to strengthen your faith and enable you to do more to fulfill that calling on your life. And later on, help and in in my case i'm i'm convinced in the spirit beyond a shadow of a doubt my experiences have existed and and been used to shape me into the man that i am today who who is not perfect okay <laughs> i've uh, asked my wife actually don't ask my wife please please don't ask my wife uh no she'll tell you i'm a pretty good guy the troubles and the hard times that i've had in my life they have existed and been used to to shape who i am today so that I can help other people who might be in similar shoes. That's kind of the whole point. That that's that's been the full circle. And that doesn't mean that, you know, troubles are over. No, 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 no. You know, it's constant. I mean, there's always something going on. There's always going to be some kind of little stressor in your life. That's just a part of it, man. That's, that, that's just how it goes. But in the midst of all of that, by keeping our eyes on the prize so to speak, you know, the stepping back, which is hard to do, but making yourself step back and look at the big picture, you can have that positive outlook and, and like, you know, yeah, this sucks now. This is awful now. I, I, I hate this. I don't like it. This is awful. I don't want any part of this, but it will be over. And when it is over, I'm going to be that much stronger for it. Okay. Now, Paul uh, said in Romans chapter five in the first five verses, he said, uh, Paul and Peter kind of echo each other here. Paul said, therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God. This is, this is the, this is like the brass ring to hang on to. We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access by faith unto his grace, wherein we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. And not only so, but Check this. We glory in tribulations also, knowing that tribulation worketh patience, and patience experience, and experience hope. And hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. Now, again, when Paul says glory in tribulations, that means when you're suffering, you need to rejoice. 
Now that's not because we're we're masochists and, and enjoy pain or because we're in denial of what we're dealing with. Okay, again, that's I'm sorry, that that is at worst stupid, at best unproductive and hurtful. Okay. <laughs> that's just that's not the case. Um but it we rejoice in our suffering because we know that God is using it to build up our character and our faith to improve us and prepare us to be able to do more for him and to, again, just fulfill the calling that he has on our lives. And so just to kind of bring everything full circle, just just bring it to a close here. What I really want you to take home from this, what I really want to drive home, uh, lack of a better word, is that the troubles that we run into in our lives will build patience. And that patience will strengthen our character. It'll deepen our trust in God, and it will give us greater confidence about the future. And I will grant you right off the top that this is easier said than done, but we need to make ourselves, we need to train ourselves to take a step back and thank God for the opportunities to grow and to deal with things in his strength instead of trying and failing to do it in our own. Well, guys, that's going to wrap it up for this week. Uh, I do thank you again so much for joining me. I hope that uh, you have enjoyed this. I do hope that you are encouraged and, and strengthened in your faith when you, I was going to say when you leave here, but that doesn't make any sense uh, when when you turn this off. that That is my sincere uh, hope and prayer. And uh, moving forward, if you have any prayer requests, questions, comments, concerns, whatever, Give me a shout, Forge and Fire Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, again, our website is up, Forge and Fire Podcast.org, where uh, I have a link directly to our Anchor uh, platform. Anchor is the uh, podcast platform that, that hosts the show and uh, also helps with uh, distribution and whatnot. So, big shout out to Anchor. Thank you so much for what you do. And, uh, and also, YouTube videos will be put up there. There's a link to. Well, there's a link to everything on the website. There's a link to the the YouTube, Twitter, Facebook. What's the other one? Instagram. There we go. Uh, I posted some really cute pictures of our cats. Oh, that reminds me. Anybody want a cat in about three months? Uh, They're both tabby cats. Uh, Ours is a female, and now we've got a male. Neither of them are fixed, and... uh, Yes, I'm sure we're going to have kittens in a few months. So if anybody wants wants a free kitten or two, give me a shout because we've already got three. Can't do no more. (laughs) Got to find a home for these guys. So give me a shout. Anyway, seriously, I do thank you so much for joining me. Again, I know there are so many options out there. I'm I'm incredibly grateful that you choose to spend your time with me. And uh, I encourage you just spread the word around. Tell your friends, as I always say, you know, word of mouth is, is the best way to get it out there. When our time comes, let's take as many with us as we can. And so we will continue our talk next week on trouble and the reasons why with reason number three, which I don't want to spoil because it's really, really heavy. But we will get into it next week. So until then, spread the word. Tell your friends. Take care of yourselves, and God bless. Thanks, guys. Thank you for joining us here at Forged Empire Podcast. We know there are thousands of options out there, and we're thankful you've chosen to spend your time with us. We hope you've been encouraged and strengthened in your walk with God and encourage you to leave a review on Anchor, iTunes, or wherever you listen to this show. Opening music is Aliens on the Loose by Bobby Cole, which can be licensed at songtrader.com. 
questions, comments, prayer requests, or hate mail can all be sent to ForgedInFirePodcast at gmail.com or on our website at ForgedInFirePodcast.org.